Jazz remain red hot. They've won 19 of their last 20 games. Jordan Clarkson is just such an incredibly important part of this team. He's instant scoring. He changes the dynamic of the game. He's an impossible matchup for the other team, and he had it going. He only took 20 shots to get 40 points in 29 minutes, which is pretty incredible. I love what we heard from Jordan Clarkson. He's being himself. I'm just coming in, doing what coach is telling me to do, and what my teammates trust me to do, and take shots and try to make plays, take my role as who I am. And he's doing it at a level beyond anything he's done before. He's essentially been unleashed to be who he is, and this is really one of the great coaching moves I've seen in a long, long time. Sam Amick, you still see national pundits compare the Jazz to the Hawks of a few years ago that were so good but ended up flaming out. Is this a case where the Jazz really can't win those people over to their side? Because 20 of 21, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Donovan Starr does continue to get brighter, but it's not as bright as a James Harden or a LeBron. If you ask the casuals why Utah is winning every night, they say, tell me what LeBron's doing. But they're earning respect on a nightly basis. They're winning even when they don't play all that well, which is a sign of a really good team. They're winning when they got guys out of the lineup. They seem to also keep their perspective on the big picture and know you don't want a championship a couple months into the regular season. What do you guys know about the Kardashians? The dad is the deceased lawyer of OJ, right? Oh, yeah. He was involved in that, yeah. I'd say I was in L.A. when that was all going on, a lot of it. I can't. I just can't. I had had complete OJ overload. It's just too much. Yeah, Jake, I've got corrections to make, okay? Okay, corrections and retractions time. Yeah, yeah. I've been informed that the OJ trial happened uh, when I was here, not in LA. Well, it's, it felt like I was there. Let me say it that way. <laughs> That's the same thing, right? Radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke. Can we make this comment about Royce O'Neal's in his second year as a starter and his second year as a defensive stopper, and he's really learned from both of us. Playing as a starter is different, so he's learning how to be the fifth best offensive player on the floor. There's a role to that because you're defended differently, and what are you going to do? And so he's begun to understand how to do that. And he's now guarding Jason Tatum for the third time, Giannis for the third time, Jimmy Butler for the third time. And you just get better at it. You learn their tendencies. You know what they're doing. Royce's evolution and improvement this year is a real story. Our fan base sure loves awards. Like if Jordan wins six, man, we might put a statue next to Stockton alone. Well, shouldn't Royce be up for most improved? I'd say I was in L.A. when that was all going on, a lot of it. I can't. I just can't. I had had complete O.J. overload. Well, I should have known because I remember watching. I was in the newsroom at the uh, Tribune, and I was watching on TV when O.J. was in his white Ford Bronco. I've I've ridden past where that crime uh, happened. So anyway, uh, I'll just say it that way. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live today from the warehouse in Orem this week, 86 East University parkway price is so low it'll blow your mind it's the warehouse they are closing this location so that means 
Everything must go. And so the already mind-blowing prices get a little bit better. Come take advantage of it. 86 East University Parkway. Uh, Austin Horton producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you on this Friday? Doing good, buddy. I haven't been uh, haven't been down to Utah County for a minute, so it was fun to jaunt on down here and hang out uh, with Clayton, Clayton, and the crew, both Claytons here today at uh, at the warehouse. So having a good time. <laughs> uh, it, Clay, Clayton and Clayton are down there, and are they selling the Clayton sectional? I don't know. We'll we'll find out when we talk to Clayton, <laughs> but uh, I bet we'll get word today on the on the uh, Clayton sectional the special of course but uh yeah it's good to be i haven't been down to the orem location for a minute gordo and uh i've got good news for you it's still giant uh good yeah that's why they gotta sell that's why they gotta sell all that stuff for cheap because they're clearing that out and they got a lot to clear out so yeah uh, that's just good news for our listeners so 86 east University Parkway, and if you are in Salt Lake, of course, that location, 1825 South, 300 West, where I do know that you can get that Clayton sectional. So uh, come hang out with us, come see us, but most uh, importantly, come take advantage of of these great prices. Gordon, how's your Friday treating you? You doing all right? I'm doing all right, Jake. Uh, Yeah, no no complaints. I hope you're having a, a good day. Well, you know, I'm devastated to hear that Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye West uh, officially, uh, uh, well, I guess uh, Kim filed for divorce today. So I'm pretty broken up about that. But, you know, well, I'm trying to get there by. were hints. There were hints that that was coming. You know? yeah, in there all honesty, hints. I thought it happened like two months ago. You know, I lived down there during their divorce, and uh, it's overloaded. <laughs> Austin, from the top rope. This early on in the show? No one, saying, by doing? the way, by what the way, doing? no one thinks Gordon was lying about that. No, do they? Do you? Uh, no, no. I don't. I think Gordon just misremembered. Uh, silence. Have we lost that over here? <laughs> no, I'm here. I just, I didn't hear a word you said because you're breaking up on me. <laughs> uh, good. That's, that's good news. That is I good news. But anyway. Uh, we've got Gordon's <laughs> list coming up, which I think we're all looking forward to. Gordon, you want a- any sneak peek, a little tease for the list? Uh, no, it's just here. It's here and it's ready it's to just go. Here. So, it, well, it's here. Well, it's jazz heavy uh, at the top, but we have some other goofy stuff to get to on that line because I know people look uh, forward to the goofy stuff. and uh, So all it's right. there. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing says like uh, uh, can't miss radio like, well, it's here. You know, do you have? Uh, do you have? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, but I've been guilty of overselling in the past. You know, so it's it's better to be it's it's better to be surprised than disappointed, right? Oh, well, I think it's all in the way you word it, buddy. You know, you could just go, "Wow, some really good jazz stuff on the list." Stay tuned. Stay. Well, stay do you here. have? I mean, that's that's pretty tough to under deliver on a tease like that. Well, I know, but I'm trying to be I'm trying to be humble about the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Good for humility in your teases. You know what we haven't had right. in a long time on Gordon's list is a duck or waterfowl fact. Well, let's not let's not jinx I'll it. I'll see if I can. Today. No, let's I'll not. See do if I the day is young. Um, all right, good good tease there, Gordon. Uh, thank you very no, much. No, no. Do you let, let me ask you this? 
Do you have a favorite list uh, of mine through the years? Is there one that stands out as being particularly memorable? Got a good feeling about today. Friday, December thirteenth of eighteen was a strong was a strong Gordon's list. I think that day that day you brought the heat, buddy. You brought the heat that day. Don't remember what was on it, but I, I just remember it. It was particularly good. Uh, Big T is going to be on the show. Thurl Bailey at the top of the three o'clock hour. Howard Beck will be joining us at four, as he always does on Fridays. Outside of that, yes, we will talk a lot of jazz basketball. Pre-game coverage on the station begins at 7. Tip-off between the jazz and the Clippers uh, begins at 8. And uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep you up to date on who exactly is playing as that news uh, hopefully breaks this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I hope we see everybody, Gordon. Oh, this is probably on the list. Uh, don't uh, Forgive me. Let me not jump uh, jump it. Let's, uh, let's get that nice, fancy, creative open that Austin always has for us. Well, Austin? I mean, really, if a duck really, a duck, a goose maybe, but a duck, you can just kind of punt a duck aside. <laughs> and now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. The kind of car you drive has nothing to do with vanity. I have a nice car. Hey, look, everybody, I have a nice car. What a nice car. Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio. He's on fire today, Gordo. I just want you to know I have nothing to do with any of this. Gordon's List brought to you by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan. Right there in Murray. Go let them take care of you. They got that lifetime warranty. Gordon, what's uh, what's leading off the list today? Uh, first of all, let me say that, that uh, a lot of that stuff you just heard from Austin was uh, it, it was edited. It was edited and pieced yeah. together in a way yeah. that... Uh, makes it sound like i was bragging they weren't all from the same day uh consecutive like that yes you're correct i spliced those together do you, but the uh, message do you have still do you have something to say for yourself well i didn't edit what you said i just put them back to back to back to back to back but i know but you took them out of context right were Not you really. talking about cars I may have been, but, uh, but th- that's not that's not the intent I had. What, the way that... what, what was the context then? Uh, I know I, I'm not sure. Because unless unless it was, I wish I had a nice car. I think, <laughs> <laughs> as I've explained a thousand times before, I somebody asked me whether I spent money on myself, and I said no. I, I never buy anything for myself. Uh, I just, the only thing is I have a nice car that see, so that statement, wouldn't you say that that statement is, is a, a statement, uh, a Humility, modest, humble yes. statement, not but really, the way no, it's, it's played modest or humble. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? I said, I don't care about materialistic things. I don't really, uh, I don't get a thrill out of, uh, out of, uh, buying that sort of thing, except for that one little thing. That's all. It's not well. One, it's not really a, a little thing, but that's kind of the ultimate. Yeah, but it's not like you know. I treat myself to Honey Nut Cheerios instead of the the generic brand. <laughs> really, I mean, it's, 
Not like, well, I you don't. You got frosted flakes you know, instead of corn flakes. I, I don't spend money on myself at all, but you know, I I do get the forty-four ounce drink at the gas station instead of the thirty-two. <laughs> I got the artificial butter topping last weekend. Okay, right. You know what? Sue me. I did. I, uh, I, I think you're d- as usual. You're distorting the uh, the thrust of what I had to say. Okay, my bad. My bad. Do you think I was bragging? Yeah. No, yes. really, never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole. What was it? You were you were bragging about being humble, and then you bragged about your car. <laughs> it was actually a double brag. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh man, I I never double brag. I only double bag at the uh, grocery store sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should move on. All right. You uh, said, by the way, by the way, you said, yeah, but I mean, is that is that a thing? Do, do a lot of people's people say blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but and then they get to what they really wanted to say. Yeah, I'm talking to one of them. I have no problem with the guy bragging about himself. <laughs> I wasn't talking about myself. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I tolerate. A lot of my friends, I gotta see, I gotta see this. I get in trouble. A, a lot of my friends are kind of quirky, you know. But I've never had a hard time uh, having friends who maybe had some qualities to them that other people wouldn't like. <laughs> For example, <laughs> I don't want to name names. No, no, but, no. It, qualities, not names. Qualities. What? What? I, like I, what? I've just had. I've had friends through the years who were. Who were kind of, uh, I don't know, they had an edge to them. And some people, a lot of people might not have, quote unquote, liked them. But I, I thought I was, I was fine with them, you know? I don't care and if that, people that, don't that, like me. And that's, and that's why. And I don't care you if know, people don't like PK. That's why I work with you so well. Can we My life's a lot better than yours. My kids are a lot better than yours. I have a nice car. Mine's better than yours. I'm better than you at what you do for a living, and I've never done it before. After the recession, I dropped 90 mil. Well, I've recouped that and doubled it. So I'm up to half a billion now. Should I start? Yeah, can we get to the list? Let's do that. All right, let's start with the jazz. All right. Let me just ask a series of questions, and I want to get, uh, I want to get sort of yes, no, and or just short answers, and then let's dive into it. Okay. All right. So uh, I don't even need answers. Let me just ask them, and then we'll get to them. All right. How good are they? Who's the MVP? Rank the top five players on the Jazz, and then we'll get into the Clippers and how we see that's going to go tonight. But uh, on those early ones, do you think this is a great team, Jake? I do. Mm-hmm. Great. How do you yeah, define great? great? Well, we've got the best record in the league. But I'm talking about ultimately. Well, I mean, Gordon, how many Jazz teams over the years have had the best record in the league? Well, I don't know that. I know this is the best record they've ever had. Well, if they point. win, it will be the best stretch in Jazz basketball if they win. But my point being is it happens maybe – it, you know, has happened maybe a few times in franchise history, three or four at the most. Never happened with with Booze and D. Will. How many? Ha- do they have to? With- do they have to win a title in order to be considered great? 
Well, I love the, you know, the the superlative where it's just completely up to somebody's personal judgment. No, I I don't think that. No. I think uh, there have been great jazz teams in the past and they didn't win a title. So I would say no. I think most of our listeners would probably agree that those Stockton Malone teams, especially in the latter part of the 90s, were great. They didn't get the title. Right. So, yeah, I, I... I think that they're doing things that few teams have ever done before, let alone few jazz teams. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm Do you think this is the best label. jazz team ever? Well, I'm not comfortable going that far quite yet. I mean, John and Carl did a lot of great things, had a lot of great Do runs. Think- I mean, those 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 guys had a lot of trips to the conference finals, let alone the, the, the NBA finals. So, you know, there's still a little meat on that bone. Boy, that would be interesting, wouldn't it, to watch this jazz team play – the 97 or 98 Jazz team? Under what rules? Under current rules. Uh, the, the current team would win. Oh, uh, and by current rules, you mean uh, not being allowed to uh, shove shooters as they're releasing the ball and that sort of thing? You mean Carl and, can't, and take somebody's, uh, can't take somebody's face off on the way to the hoop and have the ref go, you know what, it, it was clean, clean. And the way they play defense and those sorts of things, yeah. Do you think that Rudy uh, under, would erase Under the Carl? rules, what's that? Do you think Rudy would erase Carl? No, I don't. Uh-uh. Erase? I, I mean, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty steep standard. But, yeah. I mean, also, what Carl are we talking about? Are we talking about 97, 98 Carl? Or are we talking like 91, 92 Carl? We're talking about the best Carl ever was versus the best Rudy ever was. But see, I think Rudy would bother Carl's jumper. But I mean, if you're going talking about old school Carl Malone, where he was just a, a bull in a china shop, I think Rudy'd have a tough time with that. See, I was going to say the opposite. I was gonna, he, he'd be able to handle Carl better down low when he's posting up and sort of roughhousing down there than he would covering the Carl Malone who could hit the uh, the 22 foot jump shot. Yeah, I just think that Rudy's length would really bother that type of game. I mean, you don't see anybody do it against Rudy now. In fact, one person, what Lou Williams tried to pull up on Rudy in, in uh, the last game against the Clippers, and he found out that that was a bad idea. It was like halfway through his shot, and Rudy still blocked it. <laughs> what would happen if Stockton went up against uh, Donovan Mitchell? Uh, well, Donovan would probably have a tough time staying in front of him. Uh, you really think so? Well, I mean, Donovan has a tough time staying in front of guards now. You know, you don't well, think no, John but a lot of guards now different? are faster than Stockton was. Eh, John, during his heyday, could get past most anybody. Uh, Donovan's more bulky; he's bigger. I mean, John would probably have a tough time with Donovan too, but John couldn't co- cover Donovan Mitchell. Uh, that, that would be that he couldn't. He might be able to swipe the ball from him here and there, but I don't think he could stop Donovan Mitchell. It's just those little kinds of things that are interesting as we're watching this team uh, sort of uh, play out. Uh, it, 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 yeah, how good are they? I, th- I think that's really an interesting thing. I, I would love to see this Jazz team play that Jazz team. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think because of because three is more than two. 
I think the Jazz current Jazz team would beat the best of the Jazz teams of the nineties. What were your other questions? Uh, who's the Jazz's MVP? Uh, Rudy. Uh, is that a slam dunk? What do you? What, is that how? How are you coming to that? Explain your conclusion. They have a top five defense uh, mm-hmm. for one significant reason, and his name is Mr. Rudy Gobert. What are they, they now? They, they, are, they sec- are they second? Is that what it is? I, I don't second, have it in front right? of me. But I think they're yeah, second. So, yeah. I mean, what makes this Jazz team elite right now is they're unbelievable on both sides of the ball. So Rudy is a big part of that on defense, the biggest part. And he might be close to the biggest part on offense because if he's – got it going and just dunking on the other team then they have to adjust and that leaves the shooters open so it's kind of this weird gear that actually makes the offense go when it's at its best so plus i think rudy is the most irreplaceable which Mm -hmm. also screams value to me so i would go with rudy uh you know a way of proving your point there i think would be the jazz would survive I think on the floor over periods of time, they can handle that without Donovan on the floor. Not 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 preferably or not any kind of terrific way, but without Rudy on the floor, even with Derek Favors, it's it's. I don't know how that would go over the long yeah. haul. You know, they're not they're not a unique team like they are right now without Rudy for sure. Speaking of which, at some point, Austin, I don't know if you have it handy, but I'd like to play Charles Barkley's uh, comments about Donovan Mitchell and his standing with the All-Stars. And uh, he, uh, Charles uh, spoke highly of Donovan. And, uh, yeah, maybe he can, he can play that for you. I think our, our listeners would be interested if you haven't heard what Charles Barkley said. It, you know, it's a, about a 35-second clip, but it was uh, interesting to hear his praise for Donovan Mitchell. All right, uh, the the Clippers game tonight, uh, Jake, are you expecting something similar to the other night? Well, Gordon, well, let's throw a tease on that. We'll get the we'll get the Barkley in because I have many thoughts on tonight's game, and we're up against it. And Clayton is uh, is right here with us. We got to get the word out by, about the warehouse. We'll get into tonight's game coming up next and uh, we'll get to charles barkley's comments uh, as well as the all-star starters were announced yesterday during the show but we're here at 86 east university parkway we're at the orem location clayton with us now and uh clayton first of all it's it's good to be back down here in orem i kind of missed this store i like this store it's huge it's it is cavernous huge. yeah and i'm sorry um that that it's closing you know it's kind of a bummer but the here's the thing is you guys packed it full it's full i'm looking at it right now it's full <laughs> and it's got everything's got to go no i i well you know one door closes another one opens life throws you a curveball you got to put step back and smack a home run out of it so it's, it's it is it is sad that we're closing it but hey we're down here and this might be the last time we ever do one of these down here seriously well at least i'm on an incredible couch you know <laughs> an incredible sectional i have to say too it's just cool just sitting here listening to you and 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 gordon is so fun and i, I it's just it's just brought back so many memories of, of my dad listening to your guys' show and being part of this family is so cool and i'm a i'm a huge fan of the show and and it it just feels good to be here it does feel good to be here so i just wanted to thank you and 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 gordon 
for uh, accepting us all these years. Oh, well, we, I mean, it's we a love pleasure, your dad. Yeah, we love your dad, and, and we certainly love your family. And it was, I, I got to see your mom and chat with her for yeah. a little bit last week, and, and that was really nice. That so. was cool. So you guys are a big part of the show. So Thank you. We, we love coming down here. Speaking of my mom, update a little update on my dad. So many people call in from the radio and everything. So to the whole 1280 family uh, zone, to the, 12, the whole 1280 zone family, uh, my mom got to go see my dad for the first time yesterday. That's great. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So good stuff. Really good stuff. Not sure it's the not sure it's best news on his health, but I'm big believer in human interaction, holding my mom's hand and Well, especially your dad too, such a people person, extrovert. Yeah. And needs that a little bit. That's great news. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get to it. Like like you said, Jake, we're down here in Orm, the Orm store. Everything must go, which means you guys are going to sell. You guys are going to sell. I can't speak. I apologize. You guys are going to save. We're doing a crazy deal. Um, I only have 14 of them. I split them up, so I, I left seven down in Salt Lake with uh, Vidal and everyone up in Salt Lake, and we have seven here. Queen adjustable bases. Now, these are the head-up onlys. Okay. One ninety-nine. Oh, stop it. So For 200 bucks, you can have an adjustable bed? Jake. You know the classic metal frame that you put yeah. a box spring on yeah. that you have in college? Yeah. Well, if you get a box spring, which is because wood's gone up, is 120 bucks, plus the $50 metal frame, 59 after taxes, for $20 more, you can get an adjustable base. That's incredible. 199 while supplies last. I have seven of those here in Orem. I have seven in Salt Lake. Queen adjustable, head-up-only bases. Also, um, staying on the bedding uh, kind of category. We have king size mattresses, and I can advertise this brand. It's a King's Down. So, any listener out there, Google search King's Down. I have six King's Down king size mattresses. Normally, they're $1,200 mattresses. After talking to Uncle Clayton, he told me to do it for $599. I told him, no, let's do it $499. Uncle Clayton's going to be mad. It's okay. We're 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 namesakes here, but uh, you've got that kind of relationship. I kind of got the upper okay. hand. I kind of got the upper <laughs> hand in it that I'm Tom's son, and he's just Tom's brother. I so we're gonna know. throw four ninety nine on the King mattress. <laughs> uh, we have Queen Queen headboards starting at forty five bucks. That's Queen only uh, headboard. It's just the headboard only, forty five dollars. Again, everything must go. We still have a couple of those Cal King special deals, uh, 199 Cal King mattress. Got like three or four of those left down here in Orem. We're doing it big. Price is so low, you're going to flip. Boom. Come on by. See us 86 East University Parkway, uh, the Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. And just throw on top of that, if, you, if you're furnishing something, like if you bought an apartment or condo or whatever, just come here. And find whatever you might get. as well they, come scope it. Yeah, I mean because see there's if you so can get a deal. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Do yourself a favor. Eighty six East University Parkway. We'll have more big show coming up next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone live from the warehouse today in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low to blow your mind. Gordon, let's continue on with the list. Where do you want to pick up? Let's pick up with uh, Charles Barkley's comments about uh, Donovan Mitchell, and then we'll have some Barkley comments about Jordan Clarkson as well. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer, but I yeah. thought Dame Lillard and Donovan Mitchell, uh, to me, uh, when you have the best record in basketball, that says a lot. If you're the best, uh, you know, they have these stupid arguments about who gets MVP every year. The MVP, MVP has never went to the best player. It always went to the player who was the best player on the best team. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal should have won three or four, but they, they, the other guys played better that season. Donovan Mitchell should be rewarded, in my opinion. No disrespect to anybody, but this kid's been the best player on the best team in the NBA, and um, it's unfortunate he's not started. Hmm. What do you make of that, Jake? Well, it was what we got into yesterday with uh, when we were talking about Luka Doncic, and you pushed back on me, thank you very much, that team success should not play a role in this. I do think it does. I, I do think, you know, I don't I don't know that's a pretty steep standard to be a starter in the All-Star game. You know, we can, you know, Damian Lillard's a little bent that he didn't get in, and we talked a little bit about yeah, uh, whether Luka deserved it, uh, deserved it yesterday. But, yeah, I think if your team's having success, you should get the benefit of the doubt. I buy into Isn't that, that 100%. I guess I guess the strong part of your argument there, and I – you know, I can be swayed on that, but the strongest part is that Donovan doesn't care about the statistics. He cares about his team winning, and so that factors in to what he does on the floor, you know. So you can't always total those things up numerically. Right. And for a lot of folks out there who are just reading box scores, you know, maybe that doesn't stand out as much with uh, with Donovan. I, I actually think his box scores often look really, really good, but – I mean, he's the he's the team leader, the best offensive player, the biggest um, uh, name or biggest star, if you want to put it that way, on the best team. I think that should count for something. Maybe you're right. I'm going to have to think about that further. Uh, let's see. Barkley also had some comments about Jordan Clarkson and took a little heat for it. Jordan Clarkson going with the the guy who's probably going to be the sixth man of the year. That's why I put him on there. He's been the best bench player in the NBA this year. They got the best record in the NBA. You know, most people don't know that he has been fantastic this year. That's why I got him on my list. And true to your word, you did not have Anthony Davis on your on your list. Does he not play like an all-star? This ain't lifetime achievement award. You think you so you think that? That's not the point. That's not the point. We're talking about having the best year. year. We're talking about who's having the best year. I not not who's a better player. I didn't say that. That that doesn't matter either. It's not who's the best player. It's who's having the best year. That's how. No, 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 no. no. What? Say it again. Jordan Clarkson is having a great year. I he want is. to reward him. Okay. Over Anthony Davis. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, I, I mean, that Jordan Clarkson. Your look says it all. Is Anthony Davis a better player? Is Anthony Davis a better player? Yes. But Anthony an Davis has not played like an all-star, all-star this year. All-star. He's not playing Anthony Davis all-star. Well, then, so what are we voting on? You can't compare, you're comparing him to himself. Yeah. We got, you got to compare him to the field. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and Jordan Clarkson's having a better year. (laughs) Jake, what do you think? Well, first of all, it just reminds me uh, how much I dislike the argument when somebody just goes, Jordan Clarkson over Anthony Davis? And then have no follow-up reasoning whatsoever. Like, like maybe you disagree with Charles' assessment. 
I mean, you look at Anthony Davis's numbers. I mean, they're still good, and he's on the second-best team in the West or, or third. What are, what are the standings right now? Gordon keeps going back and forth. Right now they're in, uh, they're in second. Uh, so, all right, make an argument. Why, why, is, why is Charles Barkley crazy? You just go, Jordan Clarkson over Anthony Davis, and then dead silence. It's like you're, you're not actually making an argument there. Well, yeah, you know? you're right. The argument is he's Anthony Davis. <laughs> Which is a silly argument when it comes to all-star birth. And here's where I do agree with Charles Barkley. You know, it's about who's been an all-star so far this year, who's been one of the best players, who's having a better year. I agree with him. It's not a legacy thing. And uh, and I do get annoyed when it becomes a legacy thing when the fan vote gets involved because remember all those years uh, Grant Hill was hurt but still starting on the all-star team in the Eastern Conference year after year, you know? Oh, as yeah. long as the fans are involved, you're going to have some of that. I get it. But when it comes to selecting the reserves and the coaches, it's it's not a it's not a legacy thing. It's who's having the year. And if you don't think that Jordan Clarkson is having the year that's worthy of it, then fine, make that argument. But Charles Barkley feels like Jordan Clarkson's having the better year. That's uh, that's sort of the argument that I've always had uh, through the years with the Heisman voting is that some remember back in the day when people would say, oh, you need to have a good year in the run up to the following year and that will help you win the Heisman. No, it's supposed to be based on one year. It's not a lifetime achievement. It's not. Uh, the culmination of a career, and I, I, I feel the same way about the All-Star voting. Whoever has played best over the uh, first portion of the season should be an All-Star. Not somebody who's, who's been an All-Star 10 straight years and then is, has been hurt or isn't playing up to the normal standard. See, that Kenny was sitting there arguing with Charles that, for for he said you're comparing Anthony Davis to the Anthony Davis of the past, but yeah, yeah, that's got nothing to do with it. You're comparing it to what's going on at present. I was going to ask you about the Heisman thing. I guess it's it's not exactly relevant now. When, when people say that, are they talking about like from a, um, like an awareness standpoint, or are they talking about it as a requirement for the award? Because that's the only uh, way I get that argument. Like, yeah. you won't be on the radar of the voters unless you were good the year before. Yeah, that maybe. I can kind of see. Yeah, uh-huh. Maybe that but, was uh, anyway, the argument. Anyway, uh, yeah. I was just curious. I, I, I hadn't. I actually hadn't really heard that, but that, that makes sense that people would say it. Um, anyway, I, I don't know if Jordan Clarkson's an all-star. Like, would you, would you make an argument for Jordan Clarkson over Mike Conley? I was, that's what I was thinking about today as, as I knew that this topic would, would come up. Is Jordan Clarkson having more of an all-star season than Mike Conley? Mike Conley, maybe without the injury, but with the injury, uh, that's another Yeah, but we're talking about Anthony Davis, who's hurt. And now he's going to be out for four weeks, so he's not going to play anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, we've kind of taken injury out of this, right? And Mike's only missed six games. Anthony Davis has missed, uh, let's see here, seven games. Right. But I don't think you can take injury out of it because that's to be factored in. Well, then if, some, if somebody's only if somebody's only played six or seven games, I, I don't think he should be an all star. No, I hear you, but I'm talking about for the topic, the purposes of this conversation. I mean, yeah. if you're going to punish Mike Conley for being hurt, well, you got to punish Anthony Davis. Therefore, right. Jordan Clarkson's an all star. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, you could say it this way: that Jordan Clarkson has filled his role better than Anthony Davis has filled his. Um, okay. Well, 
I mean, so Anthony Davis, Gordon, 22.5 points right now, 8.4 rebounds, 3 assists. He's got 1.8 blocks, 1.3 steals. Um, let's see here. His effective field goal percentage is 55.5%. He's shooting 29.3% from three, but he only takes 2.5 per game. Um, I mentioned that uh, that the, the Lakers are the second-best team in the West. I mean, He's he's pretty important to what they do. Are we are you know are we undervaluing Anthony Davis here? Uh, I don't want to get too hung up on Anthony Davis, but uh, it, how many minutes a game has he been has he averaged? A lot, thirty two point eight. And what's Jordan Clarkson averaging? Do you have a best guess on that? I, you might not uh, have information in front of you. But uh, uh, let's see here, Gordon. Oh, that's, of course, minutes, not per game. Uh, here's, let's see here. Jordan, here's my, Jordan Clarkson is averaging 26.2. So do you think that Jordan Clarkson would outscore Anthony Davis if they played equal minutes? Against two? Just against the field. Um, I don't I don't really think that's a, an entirely fair question. Why? Um no, I don't think Jordan Clarkson, if he played equal minutes, would be uh, equaling to Anthony Davis's point production. But I don't think that necessarily matters because that's not – I mean, Jordan Clarkson doesn't play 33 minutes a game. Hardly anybody know, on the Jazz plays 33 that's, minutes that's a game. That's my but, point. That's my point. It, but the, his know. style of game – my point is his style of game and his role on the team isn't necessarily conducive to, okay, if he played X amount more minutes, that would mean X amount more scoring. Because he can't do what he does for the entire game. Uh, I suppose. But he could do it for five or six minutes or more. But the team wouldn't let him do it. Anyway, I, I, I don't know how we got down this uh, this rabbit hole. But Do you think there's a way to fix the selection process for the starters? Um, I think you just go total fan vote. Or no fan vote at all. I total fan vote, or just let the co- the coaches do all the selecting. They the don't players want to take and it the media they, and all this. They don't want to take it away from the fans, uh, and I can understand that from a promotion promotion standpoint. But it just seems like, and and I don't want to come down too hard on the fans, but many of the fans aren't really taking. A lot of important criteria into consideration. It is a popularity contest in a lot of cases. Not all cases, but some. And well, that ninety-nine percent of cases. Yeah, lo- yeah. Look at Rudy Gobert. What, where does he rank in the voting? Yeah, but how many Jazz that... fans do you think left Donovan and Rudy off their vote? Right, but that's not my point. My point is that he doesn't even Rudy Gobert, who has had such an impact. On, on the games that the Jazz have played, he's not even in the top 10 in, in front court players. I mean, well, that, right, that's, 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 that's my point. Nobody voting is taking any of that into account. They're voting for the players for the team that they root for and their favorite players overall. That's what they're doing. Nobody's going, boy, Rudy has is having a good year this uh, year. I don't I think, mean, I don't think, I don't think that's necessarily true because you, you take a guy like Jokic. And uh, he, you know, he's in Denver. It's not uh, like a huge market. 
and yet he gets plenty of respect from people other than uh, Nuggets fans. Uh, okay, but I go back to, I mean, he's he's a high-profile player in the league. And you're, well, I go back to my Grand Hill example, or we could talk about the Yao Ming example, where Yao was a starter in how many straight All-Star games because of his popularity in China. I mean, fans are going to vote for the high-profile players and the players on their own team. They're not taking into consideration performance. So, the, okay, so answer these two questions just with, with one with one suggestion. How to fix the selection process for the starters, and how, if Jake Scott were in charge, would you fix the game? You know, I didn't I, – I thought I was really going to hate the alterations last year, and I didn't because I, I don't know if there's a good answer for how to fix the game, Gordon, unless you really make it mean something. But then when baseball tried to do that, I think they kind of <laughs> fell flat on their face. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's, a, if there's really a solution. Because it's not it's not really entirely about the game, right? It's it's about the weekend and the marketing and the the sponsors and it's it's not about the game being competitive. So how how would you make the game more competitive? I mean, wonking up the rules is is interesting because you kind of you eliminate blowouts in that way, which you know little tweaks like that. Uh, but I don't I don't really think you can fix the style of play. All right. Well, I got 12 more things on the list. Uh, maybe we can hit them rapid fire uh, over parts of the show. But uh, some of them are just quick little uh, notes and others are discussion points. So we'll get to those when we can. All right. We'll get to it coming up. Uh, don't forget, we're going to have Big T at three and at four. Howard Beck jumps on with us. We're live from the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm in one you're locked on to the big show presented by big o tires stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network it's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from the warehouse here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Gordon, we've got Big T coming up at uh, the top of the 3 o'clock hour, but let's uh, rattle a couple more things off the list. All right, we'll get back to the jazz, and obviously when we talk to Thurl and uh, other items as well, we'll elaborate a little bit on some of the things we've we've uh, points we've already made. But... You know, I keep seeing little bits and pieces about the NFL draft where folks are starting to think that ah, it's not a slam dunk that Trevor Lawrence would is a better selection as a quarterback than Zach Wilson. And I, I think it'll be Trevor Lawrence that goes number one. But uh, this is a snippet off of uh, ESPN from uh, who is it, uh, Austin? Uh, former uh, NFL player Ryan Clark on the show Ryan Get Clark. Up. On the show Get Up. Let, let's give that a listen. Uh, it's just uh, about a minute or so, but let's uh, hear what he has to say. I think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. I just don't think he's a savior. I don't necessarily think he's a can't-miss, all-pro, Hall of Fame-level quarterback. 
And some of those things that Matt is saying about Zach Wilson, they're intriguing, right? This is where the game is moving. Somebody being able to throw off platform. Also, watching a guy play, not necessarily with the best skill players around him, and seeing him elevate those guys. And I don't, and maybe it's this purple jacket that I wear and the reasons that I wear it. I cannot get out of my mind of Trevor Lawrence walking into the stadium and facing Joe Burrow and being totally outplayed. And then I can't get out of my mind the next year doing the same thing against Justin Fields. When you are a generational talent, when you are a can't-miss prospect, prospect, when you're playing with people that are like you, it shows. We watched Deshaun Watson play the Alabama Crimson Tide two times. He lost one time, and he won the other time. And both times we saw him, we said to ourselves, he was the best player on the field, mm -hmm. and it wasn't close. Trevor Lawrence is not that. But when you watch Zach Wilson and you think about Mahomes, you think about Josh Allen, you think about Aaron Rodgers, some of the arm talent, the things that they have done and how they translate, Zach Wilson has some of that. I just don't see teams passing on that just because of a few critiques that you can nitpick about Zach Wilson, his competition, or maybe his size. <laughs> you know, I mean, if we had been able to see ahead and then have these sorts of conversations were being had back before this last season when we, we the way BYU was spending it they weren't even sure if Zach Wilson was going to be a starter at BYU we all thought he would be but still that's pretty amazing when you hear it yeah I mean I I saw an article yesterday where there's some NFL sources saying that uh, Trevor Lawrence might not go number one or that Zach Wilson is number one on a lot of draft boards I can't help but think it's some hot air. Not that Trevor Lawrence is shoe-in going to be a better player than Zach. We've seen it uh, a zillion times where guys picked later are better than the, the number one pick or the higher pick, certainly. But uh, I I think a lot of this stuff, you this is, is maneuvering and smoke and mirrors. I go back to the Ryan Leaf-Peyton Manning draft where at the 11th hour there was all this buzz about Ryan Leaf going ahead of Peyton, and it was never going to happen. It's just teams trying to either – it's teams trying to manipulate value, and maybe they're manipulating Trevor Lawrence's value. Maybe they're trying to manipulate Zach Wilson's value. You never know, yeah. right? But I a lot of times I just think, okay, what who who benefits – from this getting out there that he's higher up on a board than the shoe-in number one guy. Right. But in this case, you have a guy who's talking about it just on his opinion. I don't know whether he's basing it on what he's being fed uh, that would manipulate that value or whether it's just his opinion based on what he's seen. I, I, I'm not sure, but it's pretty remarkable. Trevor Lawrence has been the number one prospect as long as I can remember. He was the number one prospect coming out of high school. And so now to have Zach Wilson even mentioned in that uh, context is, is pretty remarkable Good for Zach. And I, hey, I, I do wonder sometimes these quarterbacks or, or players in general that are surrounded by the best, you know, I, I think there's a reason that USC's track record with quarterbacks at the NFL level isn't necessarily the best because they look really good at USC when they're playing with, you know, the best O-line in the conference and the best receiving core and the best running backs, you know. Matt Leinart looked pretty good with that team, but that team was loaded top to bottom with studs, you know? So yeah. I, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. I just, I, I've been saying this all along. I just hope Zach Wilson doesn't go to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Well, what makes that number one pick that much more interesting is that Urban Meyer's all over it. Yeah. Urban Meyer's all over it. 
Let me let me slip one more thing in real quick. Did you see that uh, announcer Joe Buck had admitted that he drinks beer or maybe a tequila during a broadcast? Uh, I did. Did you see his kind of retort to that yesterday? Uh, I did not. It's a it's a mind game he plays. He's never had more than just one in a game, but it's his way. He he usually just nurses it and sets the beer in front of him, and it's his way. He looks at it when he needs to remind himself to like calm down. Right. I guess right. he gets a little bit of. I guess he gets a little anxiety about I don't know broadcasting in front of tens of millions of people, and it's his little mind trick. And I guess he hasn't done it in years, but he talked about how it was his. It was really mental. It was his way of calming down so he could do his job. Well, since I, I'm not a beer drinker, I mean, do you? What, what's your reaction to that? Do you think, uh, is that all that it would do? Would calm your nerves a little bit or would that loosen him up a little? What, what, to what extent does it make a difference? Oh, I don't think one beer is, is having much of a difference on his mental state. That's why I kind of bought the explanation, to be honest. I mean, yeah, that's the way I took out. it from the beginning. I didn't think he was up there just pounding, you know, <laughs> six not or seven so brews. Well, I mean, Harry Carey had uh, had a bit of a rep. You know, it's not unheard of in that biz. <laughs> you <laughs> but, ever uh, that a, have you ever given that a try, Jake? I no, I didn't think. I don't think that would be a real good idea for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't think one beer is is gonna make Joe Buck intoxicated by any means. Yeah, I didn't take it that way at all. But it was just interesting that it calmed him. So there is that. All right, we're live at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low to blow your mind. Uh, drop on by and see us. Uh, our guy Clayton, we'll catch up with him in a minute. He's out there. Uh, you should see our boy Clayton Gordon. Uh, this is this is what you get. The the fa- It's family-owned, and uh, members of that family will hoist a king-size mattress up on top of your roof for you. Oh, there you go. They're making it happen. All right, we'll get to Big T coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.